Welcome to the Crimson Flow Ministry Podcast, episode number 16. Hello, I'm Charles Caps. In addition to listening to us from your favorite podcast directory, we invite you to visit our website at charlescapscrimsonflowministries.net. All one word, all lowercase letters, charlescapscrimsonflowministries.net. And you can also easily find us on Twitter at charlescaps19. All of the podcasts are just sitting right there uh, for your inspection and listening, okay? Now, we'd like to read from Proverbs 23 and 23. It instructs us, I like to open every podcast with this, it instructs us to buy the truth and sell it not. Also, wisdom and instruction and understanding. We've got to have these things, saints, if we're going to know anything about the Word of God. And we've got to have these things to be able to teach and preach the Word of God. And we've got to have the wisdom and the knowledge and the instruction, amen, and the truth to know what our Father, Yehovah, expects of us, amen. So let's try to do some of that as we go through this podcast, all right? Now, in episode 15, uh, I brought forth uh, more or less an outline of, of the kingdom of God. And I thought it would be like a, laying a little groundwork. And that in this episode, uh, we would go and, and we would explain all of the kingdom of God in one podcast. That cannot be done because, you know, in my enthusiasm, which is not necessarily wisdom, I tried to bring, it would take forever, it would take preaching the whole Bible. You see, because the whole Bible is the kingdom of God. It's the teaching and the preaching of all of the word that is the kingdom of God. Old Testament and new. You, if you throw away the old, folks, you're in trouble. You're crippled. You've got no foundation. you got nothing to build on. you got nothing to stand on. You've got to have the complete word. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's look. Let's look at the first thing that we brought in the last uh, episode from Romans 14 and 17. And it says, for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You know, if you've been to church very long, you were, you, you've memorized this scripture uh, uh, because it's well loved and it's a good verse to memorize for the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God. And we're still needing to understand what it means to have to receive to enter into the kingdom of God and so every episode that I do we're going to try to find out what it means and how to enter into and be a part of the kingdom of God hallelujah so let's look again here the kingdom of God is not meat and drink so it's not that now why is it not meat and drink when you know we hear words about a marriage supper we hear uh, the feast and we hear all of this stuff what, why is it not meat and drink? Well, there's a reason, but what would that remind you? If you're a student of the word, what would the kingdom of God not being meat and drink remind you of? Amen? Well, we have to go back to the days of Noah when the intents and the heart and the thoughts of men was continuously wicked. And they were eating and they were drinking and they were marrying and they were giving in marriage. This is what we're hearing here. It's not flesh. It's not carnality. It's not lust. Amen. Uh, kingdom of God is not these things, but it is 
righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Now, let's look at uh, Isaiah here for a second. Isaiah 51 and 7 says, Hearken unto me, ye that know righteousness. Amen. The people in whose heart is my law. So there's a little connection there between the law of our Father, Yehovah, and righteousness. Would it be that because our Father said it and declared it, it's right? Well, sure it would be. Hearken unto me, ye that know, the, uh, know righteousness, the people in whose heart is my law. Fear you not the reproach of men, neither be you afraid of their revelings. For the moth shall eat them up like a garment, and the worm shall eat them like wool. But my righteousness, whose? God's, our Father, Jehovah's righteousness, shall be forever. Amen. And my salvation. And who is the salvation of our Father? Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen. Yeshua HaMashiach, the salvation of Jehovah our Father. But my righteousness shall be forever and my salvation from generation to generation. Praise God. Okay, now let's go back. Let's go back here to uh, Romans 14 and 17. And let's figure out a little bit more about this righteousness that we're reading about. We've said it in other podcasts, you know, certainly uh, righteousness is doing it right. Amen. God does it right. He's never wrong. We got to say amen. And we do it right in that we obey and we keep and, and, and we do as we're told to do. That's our righteousness. So let's get a little back up here. Amen. Uh, how about um, Brother... Albert Snyder's favorite verse here from Ecclesiastes 12 and 13. He likes to tell us, he likes to say this, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, poor America today, she, she don't fear God very much. She uh, She's given to such uncleanness and she's given to such filthiness of mind. Amen. She doesn't fear God, but here in Ecclesiastes, the preacher said, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. For why? This is the whole duty of man. The whole duty of man is to keep the commandments of Jehovah. Amen. For God, our Father, for God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Folks, you're not doing anything. You you will stand in judgment one day, and, 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 and you're not going to have a voice. You're not going to be able to say, but, 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 no, 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 none of that. The only thing you're going to do is fear and tremble and bow your knee, and the verdict will be without questioning, without appeal. Amen. We're going to all stand before him. So let's take the advice that we're given here and let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Oh, yeah, Brother Caps, that's in Ecclesiastes. That's the old Bible. Doesn't matter. It's the word of God. Is God wrong? Is his word wrong? Do you not know the word? Do you not apply the word? Can you say, oh, that's not for me? That's for whoever else. Who would this be for if not you? 
you divide, you tear up the Word of God, and you separate it in good for me, I like it, good for me. No, I don't want that part. Yeah, I'll take, no, no. You cannot do that. You have to take the whole Word of God, and your whole duty is to fear God and to keep His commandments. Amen? So now, let's look at uh, peace for a little bit. And you got to know, folks, this is just a little simple podcast, and and there's so many more scriptures about righteousness. There's so many more scriptures about peace and joy and anything that we could bring forth here this morning or today. There's so much more. How can you find that out? Well, you study, you pray, you read. It's all there. Dig into that word. I like to say dig in with both elbows and, and get it all over you. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, John 14 and 27 says, Yeshua is speaking here, and that's Jesus, of course. Yeshua is speaking here said, Peace, I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Amen. We have the peace of our Savior. Now that peace, what kind of peace would that be like? Hold your peace. Well, no, that would mean like don't speak. Don't say nothing. Hold your, hold your place. Hold your peace. No, that, that's not the peace we're talking about here. What about uh, the peace of one uh, neighbor against the other who are fighting? It's not talking about that either. Amen. It's not talking about a truce. It's talking about a pure peace within your heart, within your soul, with all that you have, a peace that the world cannot give. Yeshua gives that to us. Amen. And that peace, that's part of our definition of the kingdom of God, righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Now, we're going to look at Romans 8 and 6. Paul wrote this, he said, uh, for to be carnally minded, which means worldly, which means like the people in the days of Noah, uh, which means uh, to be opposite of what we're commanded to be. Amen? For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. You can only get the peace of eternal life by being spiritually minded. Hallelujah. Amen? Amen. Let's read a little bit more. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God. Neither indeed can be. So then they that are that are in the flesh cannot please God. Folks, if we're not walking in the Spirit, if we're not walking in uh, keeping the commandments of God, amen, if we're not walking, I mean, you know, you might be walking in the Spirit, but it's not the Spirit of God, amen? And uh, so if you're doing, uh, you come and you say, well, I got grace, I got grace, I'm free to sin, I got liberty, you got it wrong. And you got liberty, all right, but it's not the liberty towards God. Amen? It's the liberty towards lust and sin. So let's, uh, let's, let's continue here. 
So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not. You are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And what would you think would be the Spirit of Christ? Would it be grace? No, that's a little bit different. What's the Spirit of Christ? Uh, amen? Would it be the Spirit of prophecy, the, the testimony? Would it be What would it be? The Spirit of Christ, you know? In other words, if you have the Spirit, would it be like being Christ-like? Probably so, amen? And if it's being Christ-like, then you've got no business sinning and claiming exception to God's commandments because of sin, because you're free to sin. No, you're free, or excuse me, yeah, you are free to sin, and but you're not free to live in sin once we have been received into the kingdom of God. Amen. So, now if any, and, and if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Again, that's doing the right thing. That's keeping the commandments. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, Philippians uh, chapter 4, starting with verse 7, says, And the peace of God, I love this, And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen. Christ Jesus, the Bible says. King James. Finally, brother, whatsoever things are true. That's good. What's true? Whatsoever things are true. Whatsoever things are honest. Whatsoever things are just. Whatsoever things are pure. Amen. Whatsoever things are lovely. Whatsoever things are of good report. And if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. For the whole duty of man is to keep the commandments of God. Hallelujah. It's so simple, but we get it so wrong so much. One, one more on peace. Let's go to James here. Chapter 3 and verse 17. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure. That wisdom is pure. That's good. Then peaceable. Gentle and easy to be entreated. Full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy. That's some good stuff on peace right there. And I just got to tell you, there's a lot of pe people who pretend a peace through hypocrisy, through being afraid to be different, to stand up and, and, and be the person they should be. They want to just fit in, so they'll, they'll hypocrite it a little bit. Amen? That's not the peace we're talking about. We're talking about the pure peace of our Father, our Savior. Amen? And we're to walk in that. Now, if we look at joy, 
Joy is such a big, big subject, uh, but I'm only going to bring a little bit about it here uh, because uh, you could you could you could preach all day on joy and never touch but the the tip of the iceberg. So we're even going to do less than that. But we're going to go to Psalms, and we're going to you know. And there's a lot of people that think Psalms is just poetry. Psalms is prophecy. If you know anything. You know that David's songs are prophecy, amen? And folks, there's some good teaching in Psalms, um, just like there is in Acts, or like there is in Galatians. There's some good teachings there, not just poetry, some stuff to put to heart, amen? Some stuff to uh, live by. So let's look at Psalms 35 and 9. And it said, And my soul shall be joyful, in the Lord, all capitals, L-O-R-D, that's Yehovah. And my soul shall be joyful in Yehovah. It shall rejoice in his salvation. Now here, look, we've got joy in who? Our Father. And rejoice in what? His salvation. And what is the salvation? Yeshua means the salvation of God. Yeshua, our Messiah, our Savior, our Redeemer, and my soul shall be joyful in my Father, in Yehovah. It shall rejoice in his salvation, which is Yeshua. Amen? Amen. How, what, what? There's a lot of joy right there. I mean, it just about makes me want to scoot out from underneath this desk and do me a little dance and a shout. Amen? Now, we'll go to one more here in Psalms, Psalms 43 and 4. Then will I go into the altar of God. Now, there's a good place to approach the altar of God. Not the altar of man, not the altar of a church, amen, not a place, uh, uh, any other place but the altar of God. The only place you're going to find the altar of God, it won't be in a denominational church. There may be an altar there, and you may go to that altar and pray, but it's not the altar of God until you get into prayer. Amen. Then will I go unto the altar of God, unto God my exceeding joy. Yea, upon the harp will I praise thee, O God, my God. Hallelujah. Amen. You get into that praying, and it's just hard not to have that joy. Hallelujah. Now, Hebrews 12 and 11, we all know this one pretty good. It says, now, no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous. In other words, this is the opposite of joy. No chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward, it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. Amen. No chastening for the present seemeth joyous joyous but grievous but see what if you're being chastened it's because the lord loves you amen he chastens who he loves if you if you're receiving any chastening from father from abba amen i me i would just be thrilled to know that if i've done it in error and my father's corrected me he's given me grace to get it right amen We'll turn this thing around, and we'll get it right. Amen. Father, I thank you for the chastening when I'm wrong and I'm walking out of your counsel, out of your spirit, 
out of your will, O Abba. Amen. And I thank you for that chastening. It's a little, little grievous right now. But whenever we've had time to recover and we've had time to reflect, amen, and we've had time to correct, then afterward, it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. It sounds like the kingdom of God to me. What about you? Amen. A little bit of joy as well right there once we've had that correction and, 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 and uh, we're, we're going forward again. Hallelujah. I want to go to Galatians 5 right now, and we're going to wrap it up with these few scriptures here. Galatians 5 and 22. But the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit, the produce, amen, the, the stuff you can hold and eat, uh, the things you can see, the proof, the proof of the Spirit. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, it's joy, it's peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, amen, temperance. Against us there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. Goes right back to Noah. You got to get a, get that filthy man out, Amen. And you got to have you got to have that righteousness, keeping his commandments, Amen. Now, if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. And let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another. Sounds like we're supposed to have a little bit of love. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Let's strive for that. Keep those commandments. Have that peace and that joy. And be led of the Spirit, the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hope you got a little something out of this today. We want to say God bless you. God keep you. Until next time, amen.